It's time for recipe of the day. Do you ever feel like the things you're deciding to make for dinner are boring and you're not sure what else to do? Like, you know, you're doing like chicken, rice, broccoli. Eh, that sounds dull. Well, I am talking about a great sauce today that can spruce that up. And really, anytime you add a sauce to a meal, it makes a huge difference. Just think about it. Like when you're in fancy restaurants, there's always some sauce on top or on the bottom of the plate. You know what I mean? And so like you got that chicken, rice, broccoli dinner. If you've got a really smoky salsa that you maybe warm up and spoon over it, a tomato sauce with a little bit of Parmesan cheese mixed in, you can do a cheese sauce or an Alfredo. You could do that velouté I told you about last week, or you can try the Espanol sauce that I'm telling you about today. Like the velouté and bechamel hollandaise and tomato sauce, Espanol is one of the five classic French mother sauces. And even though it's called Espanol sauce, which means Spanish, it is a French sauce. It is thought that possibly Spanish cooks working for royalty were adding a little bit of tomato to the brown French sauces. And that is what came to be known as the Espanol sauce, sauce Espanol. So it's a French sauce with a little Spanish influence going way back. So Espanol sauce is actually usually made to be quite rich and thick and maybe not something that you would normally have like on its own. It's often the base for other sauces or added to sauces. It's what's used as a starting point for demi-glace. If you've ever seen that in like fancy restaurants. Now, having said that, the Espanol sauce that I'm telling you about is actually great to eat as is. If you wanted to do that more classic, thicker base sauce, then you would just reduce it for longer, but I have the process stopping sooner so that you can actually just go ahead and use it. Really, I'm just trying to make recipes that are actually useful for you. And in that way, actually, this recipe starts with four cups of stock or broth. And that is because the containers of stock or broth that you get at the grocery store, those cartons and the jars by our sponsor, Zoop, contain 32 ounces, which is about four cups. So it's just very easy to just have that one container, that one jar and use that. And I'm going to tell you, those Zoop broths are really amazing. I actually used half a jar of the beef bone broth last night when I was making some short ribs. And the au jus at the end of that recipe, oh, so, so good. So these are broths that are crafted with home cooks in mind and have an all-day simmered kind of flavor. They are done in small batches, kettle cooked, using the freshest and finest of ingredients. They have that beef bone broth, a chicken bone broth, and veggie and seafood broths as well. And before I dive into the recipe, I'm going to say that actually the culinary concentrates are great for this kind of thing too, because you could make up the four cups of stock using that concentrate. I would probably do four cups of water to two teaspoons of the concentrate. And then after everything is reduced, then you would add a little bit more of that culinary concentrate just to get the right saltiness and flavor. So if you're looking for something to just like have on hand in your fridge, the zoo culinary concentrates are a great option. Okay, how do you make Espanol sauce? You are starting with a quarter cup of unsalted butter. You can use clarified butter. That is the traditional, but I never have clarified butter and can't be bothered to do it. I just use the unsalted. What you have to watch out for, though, is that there are the milk solids in regular unclarified butter, and those can start to brown too soon. The key to Espanol sauce is actually that we are browning the flour and the butter together. We're browning that but we don't want it to brown too fast. We don't want it to get bitter and burnt.
effort. So if you're using unclarified butter, which is what I am using, then you're just going to keep your eye on it and make sure it doesn't brown too quickly. So you're putting a quarter cup of that butter into a three-quart saucepan over medium heat. And once it melts, you're adding a medium onion that's chopped, a medium carrot that's peeled and chopped finely, and a rib of celery also finely chopped. And you're cooking and stirring that until it's really well softened, but not yet taking on any brown color. You do want it really cooked, though, so it's a good four to five minutes. Then you're sprinkling those vegetables with a quarter cup of all-purpose flour, and that is mixing with the butter that you have with those vegetables to form our roux. Now, if you're paying attention, you'll see that we did a quarter cup of butter and a quarter cup of flour, and I told you we're doing four cups of the stock or broth. So that is a very traditional ratio. I talk about that all the time when we're making sauces. One tablespoon of butter to one tablespoon of flour to one cup of liquid. So that is very standard. If you wanted a much thicker sauce, you could up your amount of butter and flour to the amount of liquid. That would be fine. But don't forget, we are reducing this one down. It does end up kind of the thickness of a medium gravy. So I don't really think you want to do more than that. So you've sprinkled that flour over the vegetables and you mix it all up and it's going to form that paste. And then you're going to continue to cook that over the medium heat until it becomes the color of peanut butter or even a little darker. I like to use a flat whisk to do this because it both scrapes and stirs. And you want to keep making sure that it's not sticking to the bottom of the pan because that is how it's going to burn. And remember, you want to keep your eye on that. You don't want it browning too fast. We're getting it to that as dark as peanut butter, maybe a little darker color and we want it to take a good five to six minutes. Also, if you notice that any of those vegetables are starting to get really dark, then you definitely want to turn it down or even remove the bits that are getting too dark because we do not want that bitter burnt flavor in here. Next, we're adding that tomato component. So the recipe calls for two tablespoons of canned tomato puree, but I don't like opening a big can just for that, and it does tend to come in big cans. You can instead use a tablespoon of tomato paste mixed with a tablespoon of water. I get a tube of tomato paste. Once it's open, it is stored with a lid on in the fridge, and it keeps for a really long time, so that's what I like to do. The other thing that you can use is actually a tablespoon or two of ketchup, and I will say that when I have done that, this makes the best gravy for french fries. You can't taste the ketchup, but it's just like way back there, this little hint, and then the fries. And then if you have ketchup as well, there is just so much great like combining of similar flavors, bringing out yumminess everywhere, you know? Okay, so you stirred in your tomato puree or tomato paste or ketchup, stir that in, still using that whisk to really scrape everything up. And then you are drizzling in about half a cup of your beef broth. And if that's the Zoop brand, then it is that delicious beef bone broth. So good. You're putting about half a cup in there and then you're scraping, making sure nothing's stuck to the bottom. And then you just keep adding about half a cup at a time, stirring all the time, keeping things smooth until you've added the full 32 ounces. Then you're stirring in some other optional ingredients, really any kind of aromatic flavorful things you want to add are probably good here. But I've listed a quarter teaspoon of whole black peppercorns, one bay leaf, a quarter cup of fresh parsley or the stems from parsley, and a sprig of fresh thyme. So you're adding those in, give it a stir, and then you're bringing the whole thing up to a simmer over medium high heat and then reduce it down to low, just a very low bubble. And you stir that occasionally until it's reduced down to three cups. That's going to take 35 to 45 minutes. And like I said, if you want it that thicker like base for other sauces, you can bring it down to one and a half to two cups. Then take it off the heat, set a fine mesh sieve over a bowl, pour the sauce through the sieve. That gets rid of all those browned veggie chunks, all the peppercorns, everything else. Discard the contents of the sieve 
addictive. And then that is when you taste it and season with salt. So we didn't add any salt up to then. And that's because depending on the broth or stock or concentrate that you've used, it's going to have a different amount of saltiness and depending on how much you reduced it, right? So we taste and add the salt at the end. Like I said, you could add that Zoop culinary concentrate a little bit as like your salt and extra flavoring at the end. That is a great use for that as well. Okay. Once that is made, it can go into a sealed container in the fridge for up to three days or serve it warm immediately. It's totally going to spruce up that chicken, rice, and broccoli meal that you were thinking about. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll put the link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD to get the link there. I want to say thank you to you for listening and thank you to Zoop Good Really Good for sponsoring this episode. All their products are packaged in recyclable glass jars and are free of artificial ingredients, preservatives, and GMOs. They are available at your favorite natural and mainstream retailers across the country. Plus, you can check them out online at zoopbroth.com and on Amazon. I have a coupon code on Amazon for 20% off your first purchase. Use code 20RECIPEDAY for that 20% off. You can see more about them at zoopbroth.com and you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook at ZoopGoodReallyGood. I'm Christine Pittman from CookTheStory.com, TheCookful.com, and from this podcast recipe of the day. Let's get cooking. Cooking. <laughs>